Hello, everyone. I am Lindsay, and I am with Maria, and we are Roomies Review the Movies. And today we are um, reviewing 2001's uh, movie called Jacked Up. Mm -hmm. And the movie stars um, quite a few quite familiar names, um, one of them being Ron Rico Lee, um, Alexis Fields, Anna Marie Horsfield, and Busy Bone. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> yeah, so this movie um, also has the two brothers from Next, from the um, singer group Next in it as well. Um, this movie was done in 2001, shot mainly in um, Columbus, Ohio, which that's where the, um, where the scene is or the set is or whatever in um, in Columbus. So um, let's go ahead and dive into the movie. Uh, in the movie, <clears throat> you have two um, high school kids. The two kids are uh, Ron Rico Lee's character, which is, hold on, let me pull it up. He was 24 at the time, and he looks yeah. 24 <laughs> in the movie. Right, right. His name is Dre. And then you also have, uh, I can't remember, the bigger one. <laughs> the bigger one in next. What was his name? I don't know. Hold on, let me see if I can pull it up. Um, let me see. Let's see, what are their names? Um. Oh, okay. So um, the bigger one, his name was Tilo. And then the other one, the third one, his name is Tweety. So Tilo and Tweety. Yeah. <laughs> and both of them are in the movie. But um, Tilo and uh, Ron Rico Lee's character, which is Dre, both of them are high school um I, I guess they're singers. They're high school singers. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just, they're in high, well, you know what? No, because he's talking about going to college and everything. So, yeah, he's got to be a senior. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they both are uh, high school seniors. And they're also um, about to join a gang. The gang is ran by Busy Bones character, which is Zach. And exactly. Right, that's short for Zachariah. <laughs> so, so um, you know, he's going to let them in, but they have an initiation process that they have to go through. Um, in the initiation process, they have to carjack someone. So they go through this whole um, situation where they carjack this person. They do it at the worst time because there's cops around and everything. Like, nobody really thought easy to see outside like it's not, not yeah. done. I don't 
Right, right. You totally. So, like a mask or anything. Like nobody's wearing a mask. It's broad daylight, <laughs> and like it completely doesn't make sense why you would do this now. But here we are. So, um, <laughs> so they have, um, they have this instance where the guy is pulling up to a stop sign, and Zach tells them, "Okay, you know, it's showtime. Who's gonna go first? Well, um, Tilo, Tilo's character, he's like, I'll do it. He's way eager. And Zach is like, yeah, no. So he tells Dre to do it. So Dre is reluctant. He's like, man, this can't, we can't do this any other way or anything like that. And he's just like, no, the gun ain't even loaded. Like, just do it, you know? Right. No bullets in the gun. I was like, well, that's a lie. <laughs> right, right, right. So... He uh, reluctantly goes to the guy and he tells him to get out the car, points the gun at him and everything through the window. Um, Dude gets out the car, no trouble, whatever. But he's like, you know, standing at the car because he shook because this man is still pointing a gun at him. So the cops are watching this. And then Zach sees that the cops are watching. So he's like, 5-0. So as soon as he did that or whatever, the guy that he was carjacking grabs for the gun. So they have a little tussle for the gun. The gun goes off, shoots the guy in the stomach. So now he Dre is shook. He's like, WTF, what did I just do? And he's like reluctant to leave. Although Tilo's character is telling him, come on. Like he had to grab him away. So he grabs them away. They start running, but the cops now are out of the car um, running towards them. And so one of them is trying to assist the guy that got shot. The other one takes off running against the shooters. Mm -hmm. So he ends up catching up to Dre and Tilo's character um, shoots the cop. Yeah, come back and try it up. Yeah, to to let um, Dre go. And so Dre is like, OMG, why did you do that? And he's just like, man, come on, let's go. So he goes, <clears throat> excuse me, but he's pissed off. You know, he was hoodwinked, bamboozled, run amok because he thought that this gun was not loaded. So um, they run into this house. Looks like they may have been like in the garage of a house. And in the house there um zach zach is already there so he's asking him like y'all didn't get followed did y'all or whatever and he's like like no we didn't get followed um but Tilo's like i smoked the cop and so he's giving him um you know props for doing that then this whole time dre is like not in the building for any of his foolishness he is like but you joined the gang. Like, what did you think you were going to be doing? Who knows? Who freaking knows? But he was not. He was not here for it at all. Not in the least. So um, then we have this whole scene where Dre and Zach are pretty much going back and forth about this situation because he is upset that the gun was loaded and that he didn't shot this cop 
or not the cop, but he didn't shot this person. And he's like, y'all know, like the person could have had a family, this, that, and the third. I messed up, blah, blah, blah. Zach is like, dude, you a killer now. You need to get over it, blah, blah, blah. So you joined a game. They have, like, I, did, why, did you think this was Boy Scouts? I don't understand. What, what did you right. think you were going to do? Just be an accountant? Like, I, that's what I don't understand because he wasn't, he obviously wasn't there to, to sell the drugs. So, what are you there for? Are, I mean, it wasn't like you were getting bullied in school, so you didn't need protection. So, is it just something that you just got? pulled into because your best friend really wanted to be a part of it that's the only thing i can think of because i'm just like what was the what was the whole purpose like like you had you a promise you're gonna do future. gang activities i i don't how are you surprised yeah, like <laughs> he just wanted to go to the party that's what that was he just wanted to go to the parties but um but yeah so um, we actually get a really good acting scene out of Busy Bone on this scene. And it's so funny you put up that um you put up a clip of that scene because this is my favorite scene in the movie. Like I've I watched it quite often that I sometimes recite it. So <laughs> so on that part, he's just like, you know, um you little hostile, you all up in my circumference. You act like you want me to give you a fucking hug or something. Like, <laughs> And he's like, if you want to go, there's the dough. But just remember, you's a killer, dog. A killer. Yeah. Shout out to Busy Bone. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Busy Bone was actually really good. Uh, it was just as I was saying earlier, you know, he's like, he kills the most people, and he's also the comic relief, which is like right, a really right. odd choice. You would you wouldn't think of that as a combination to go together, but he's all, he's really enjoyable in the movie. Yeah, I know, I know, right? And not just because he's busy bone, but you know, it, no. his his uh his character was actually written pretty well, you know. But um, and I liked him saying that you all up in my circumference. I I don't know why. I just really like that part. So it's the way he says yeah. it. Right, right. And he was like so calm. He was like, "You all up in my circumference." <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, Dre goes on ahead and leaves. He's just like, you know, this the gang life is not for me. So he leaves. Um, his friend stays. So now his friend is a part of the uh, of the gang. And Dre is like, um, he's like really messed up mentally over what he did to the yeah, point where he's like, so, um, yeah, even though he's like trying to push forward, like he tried to confess to his mom, his mom wouldn't let him talk, um, because she was so excited. He got into two colleges. Um, I think he got into Ohio State and Georgetown. So, excuse me. So yeah. So she wouldn't. She wouldn't let him confess. Um, but uh, he's also still trying to get through school, and you know, um, go through what you go through your senior year. You know, prom and graduation and final exams and all that, which he is doing um, successfully. But he's still 
you know, kind of messed up in the head. Uh, and then um, there, you know, there's a couple of scenes where he thought about, you know, just ending it all and whatnot. Um, but then he started going through the motions to try to figure out, because I think it was like, I think we fast forwarded a year and he yeah. still kind of messed up. He ended up not going to school. Um, now, a year later, his uh, friend, Tilo's character, he is like big time in, in this gang. And, you know, like he's jacking people for, you know, kicks and giggles and whatnot. And so, <clears throat> He's talking to him and he was just like, you know, I feel like I might need to go on ahead and turn myself in. And um, Tilo was really trying to talk him out of it or whatever. And, you know, he he's successful. I'm talking about because he didn't turn himself in. But um, <clears throat> with him not turning himself in, he's still um, kind of haunted by what he's done. So what he wants to, like, check in on the family to check if the person even had a family to see how they're, you know, handling this whole situation a year later. And so with them, with him doing that, he, he goes Dre through is the white man. Dre is a villain. You hear me? He is you sick. Think, uh, yes. Yeah, I saw you that a few times. I saw you tweet that a few times. I think he's, I think he's tormented. I think he's, he's tormenting. He's tormenting them. Like he's ruined their lives twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's like he had a. I mean, he had good intentions, but he didn't know how to execute those good intentions. You know what I mean? Leave them alone. <laughs> right i agree he definitely should have left him alone but you know so so yeah so he goes through the uh white pages and for anybody that's listening that doesn't know what a white pages is white pages is a book that the phone company used to give out annually that had people's names addresses and phone numbers listed in it <laughs> And if you needed somebody's phone number, you would just go to the white pages and look them up. It was alphabetical. <laughs> and yeah, we don't have that. Um, we don't have those books anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, we had the yellow pages and the white pages. Yellow pages was for um, commercial and the white pages was for residential. Yeah. yeah, good times. And so, yeah, so He's going through the white pages. He um, gathered a list of people that could have been um, related to the um, deceased. And he starts calling down the name or calling down the list or whatnot. And um, he, he asked for the person that um, he kills name. If they answer the phone or if somebody say, oh, well, they're not here right now or anything like that, he'll just hang up. Um. He if somebody tells his own crime, basically, basically, <laughs> tell him. Um, if they just tell the him police. that, just go to the police, sir. Just go confess, please. You know, <laughs> just conscience that way, just handle it, you know. But no, he couldn't do that. Um, so if they told him that the person was um deceased, he would inquire a little bit more 
And um, that's how he ended up, you know, coming up to the conclusion that he found the people that he needed. Um, so with him finding the people that he needed, he started staking out their house. With him staking out the house, he found out that the, see, his uh, whole thing is that he would he would go to the house that he thought was the one and say, Hey, you know, it looks like your yard needs raking. You know, I'll rake your yard for you. Uh, can I speak to Mr. So and so? Yeah, yeah, that was that was one way that he did that as well. And he ended up coming up on a house where he had to rake leaves for free and it wasn't the person's house. So yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah, so when he found the when he found the right people's house, he started staking them out, and um, he saw the widow leave at night. So he followed her or whatever. Come to find out, she's now a prostitute, working the street, like literally working the street. Yeah, so prostitutes back then did used to work the streets. Now they do back page, but uh, yeah, so. There, um, he ends up acting like he's a John, and she comes up, <laughs> and it's so funny because when she comes up to the cars, she's like, "Tricks or treat." I have never heard that at all. I've never heard that. I've never heard nobody actually have like a saying that, like, not even just that saying, but a saying at all when they come up on a car. <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> so I always thought that was pretty funny. But yeah. But every time she came up on the car, she'll be like, tricks or treat. So yeah. So she did that to um Dre. And she saw his face and was like, oh, you too young. And was about to walk off. And he was like, no, no, no. Um, Ain't no age limit on money. So he was right. So she got in the car. They went to a hotel room. She starts to get undressed. And he's like, no, I didn't want to have sex. I just wanted to talk. So he's she's just like uh okay, so yeah I was wondering how far y'all go <laughs> yeah right he was like really asking questions and he was prying trying to get into her personal life trying to get her name she mentioned she had her daughter he wanted to know the daughter's name and yeah she basically told him like none of your damn business um she like they had a probably like a couple of minutes of exchange and she was just like you know. Here's your money back. Go home. So um, that was the end of that. Later, she talks about how, uh, you know, when her husband was alive, she was a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she went from a stay-at-home mom to that? that, Okay. (laughs) But remember, she was in that life before she was a stay-at-home mom. Right. That's true. So, so, yeah. So she... uh, so yeah, so she leaves the room. He um, you know, was a little upset they didn't get to talk further. <laughs> but then um he comes up on the daughter. The daughter got dropped off. Um, her boyfriend is the other, the other group, the other next group member, which is Tweety. Um, he's an asshole. Only thing he really does for her is pick her up and um from work and take her home that's it but yeah he's an asshole whatever and you know he's also i guess a nerd or known at school as being a nerd so 
I was um, like, I was like, look at these two with their glasses. <laughs> right. So he gets dropped off. And um, her name is Stephanie. She gets dropped off and um, Dre comes up on her and was just like, you know, I see you need your uh, leaves raked. And so then she was just like, uh, I'll get my mom. And so then she's about to go in and he's like, wait, hold on. Um, I see how he just dropped you off. Like he almost rolled you over trying to get off. Like, that's not cool. You need to check him for that blah, blah, blah. And so then she's just like, you don't know about my relationship. He was in a hurry and making excuses for him. And she was, he was just like, no, I see what he did. You need to check him. So she's just like, uh, I got to go in the house. So, cause she's like very shy, very timid type of person. So, excuse me. Um, the next day he's staking out the house again and the sun comes out. Excuse me. The sun comes out and um, he ends up following the sun. The sun went like to a rec he's center. Stalking him. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Like the sun went to a rec center and was watching people play basketball, but he didn't um, participate. Then <clears throat> he was walking somewhere else. And he ended up snatching this girl's purse. So when he snatched the purse, Dre ran after him. Running, running, running. And it looked, yeah, running. So just took that woman's purse right out of her hand. Yeah, right. Somebody please get my purse. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she, um, so yeah, so Dre runs after him, um, trying to talk. Um, he ends up catching him, trying to talk sense to him. Dude is like, who are you? Like, why are you following me? You know, this is weird. So he needs to not get out the gang life and all this. Like, who? Yeah. Yeah. It was you're really like weird. a year old. You're supposed to be like a year old. Who are you? Yeah. Like it was it was stupid weird. So then um he's like trying to get his information. Like, what's your name? And he was like, Man, I ain't telling you my name, blah blah blah. So then next thing you know, a couple of his homeboys yell his name. And so that's how he got his name. <laughs> And so he goes over there and was like, so you ready to make some cash? Let's do this and blah, blah, blah. So then Dre comes over there and was like, no, I don't want you in it. I don't want you in none of that. And y'all need to go but on. And they also, like, in between this, they're, like, tossing this woman's purse around. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Football or something. I was like, this lady's never getting her bag back. <laughs> never, never. I noticed that, too, because when they went up to the friends that called for him, um, Dre had the purse and he just tossed it to the side, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, poor lady, she'll never know that her purse is like two blocks over. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so we uh, we have this uh, the interaction with his homeboys that's trying to get him to do some type of illegal activity for some money, and um. Dre gets in, in the middle of him and was like, I don't want my homeboy being a part of this. And dude was like, I don't even know you. What is going on here? You know? And he was like, Yeah, you don't know me, but I know your mom and I know your sister, and they wouldn't want you part of this. And so yeah. the homeboys was like, Okay, so what what's the deal, HP? And so then he was just like, I'm out. So then Dre goes after him or whatever. And he was just like, how you know my people? And he was like, oh, well, I was just bluffing about that. But you shouldn't, like, you made a good move. You shouldn't be involved with those knuckleheads, blah, blah, blah. So, dude is still, like, looking at him. Family. This is weird, you know? So, 
um, AC ends up trying to leave. And Dre is like, well, do you play video games? So they ended up bonding over video games. So they you play a strange man into your house to play some yeah. games. Yeah. It was so much stranger danger in that. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. So, um, so yeah. So they, after they get done playing video games, they start to trauma bond about losing their dad <laughs> and whatnot. So, so uh, HP ends up leaving, and so um, now Dre is feeling even more, you know, remorse for what he's done and whatnot. And so basically, um, he starts to get in good with HP, and that's how he started getting in, getting in with the family. Um, Stephanie's still not feeling. Him. Turning himself into the police, he gets himself enmeshed in the whole family, have them family. loving, believing, trusting him. Yes, right, right. Like it's he so is that funny. angel sent from above. Yeah. Cause like now he's like a mentor to the son, and then, um, like I said, Stephanie's boyfriend is an asshole. He ends up hitting her, and he did this out in the back of the head. Right, he stole on her in day in broad daylight outside, and when he did that, he did that at the greatest time ever because HP and Dre were walking up when he did that, so they beat the hell out of him. And that's how he um, started to win over Stephanie when he um, took up for her with that situation. And then they um, went on a trip to Ohio State, like a day trip to Ohio State. And that's how they started, like, really talking, you know, because she had graduated, but she wasn't really doing nothing with her life. She was working at fast food. And so he started, like, you know, really talking to her about, like, you you know, like, long-term plans, going to college, and all that kind of stuff. So. <clears throat> you yeah, murdered so, her father, Mike. Oh right. <laughs> At the end of the day, right? So, um, so yeah, so he didn't got in good with Stephanie. Now they're kind of sort of dating. And mind you, the mama still ain't met him officially. She only met him through her tricks or treat mm-hmm. boy. So um <laughs> so she uh Stephanie sets up like a dinner for the mom to meet him, mm-hmm. and that's how they met. And all the while he's still, you know, still trying to still feeling remorse. He's still like thinking that he's gonna have to turn himself in. You know, it's it's always in the back of his head, but sometimes he doesn't think about it while he's involved in the situation with the family. Yeah, you know, I'll just, uh, I'll just, uh, you know, enmesh myself in the family more, <laughs> make them yeah. more attached to me. Right, right. So, with that, um, yeah, <laughs> he's. Meanwhile, we have this whole situation um, over to the side with Tilo's character. And Zach, because now they're like really in in the gang life. And there was a situation with some Detroit people that they ended up killing one of the Detroit uh, gangsters that was in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Well, word got back that uh, 
that um, this person got killed in Columbus. So his homeboys came to Columbus to avenge his death. And they did this at a um, particular time when Dre was one of the times that Dre went over there and was like, I want to turn myself in. <laughs> he did. He went over there and had that conversation with Tilo at least four times. Yes. Like, it was. Yeah. So it was one of the times that he went over there to say that. And excuse me, he was getting talked out of it, of course. And cool. Why? Why even have this conversation? Right. Like, are you going to do it or not? Basically. You think Tilo's going to say, yeah, you should turn yourself in? What? Right. Right, and I, we're and I gangsters. What are you? What are you? What are you doing? Why are you coming to us? For yeah, but I I kind of understand why he was doing that because you know that was involved too. So he's just like you know I'm just giving you a heads up. This is what I'm thinking I'm gonna do. If you need to leave town, leave town. But I'm letting you know. So I kind of understand why he was doing it. But in the same mm-hmm. breath, he Loki was went over there to get talked out of doing it because every time he got talked out. So. <clears throat> So, yeah, so this particular time when he goes over there, you know, saying that or whatever, while he's over there, the Detroit guys come and shoot up the house. Mm-hmm. So when they shoot up the house, Dre is um, simultaneously leaving at the same time. So he doesn't see them at all. But um, Tilo's character is in the bathroom, using the bathroom. And they start shooting. They came up through the side and start shooting through a sliding door and yeah. shot Zach's right-hand man. He was just sitting on the couch and they lit his ass up. But Zach was um, bent down behind the couch and never got touched. You know, because bullets can't go through couches. So, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> so after they stopped shooting, that's when Zach pops up and starts shooting at them. And so that's when they leave. So he starts to assess the situation. He realizes that Tilo's character is not there. So he goes to where Tilo's character is. Tilo, while he was using the bathroom, initially he was using the bathroom with the door open. And once they started shooting, he closed the door and he hid in the shower. <laughs> So, Zach goes into the bathroom. He opens the door. He pulls the curtain back on the shower and sees him, you know, curled up like a little bitch. And was just like, oh, I was going to come and help, but uh, my zipper got stuck. So, he was just like, I'm sure you you were. So, he just shoots him right there because what are you here for? You know? So, so that was the end of Tilo's character. Oh, it seems like the end of the game. Like, ain't nobody left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but them other flunkies, you know. But yeah, you're right. When nobody, like, up there with Zach, you know. So, um, so yeah, so we have that situation. Um, so then we have, uh, what up? What else happened after that? I think what ended up, I mean, basically what ended up happening was that he ends up uh, help. Oh, okay. He ends up helping um, HP get onto the basketball team. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. so, yeah. And so, so we, like, oh, what are you doing? You should be playing sports. 
Right, right. So he um he helps him get onto the basketball team. And so he's kind of like a a coach, if you will, but not it's a, like a father figure. He's like becoming a father figure to HB. Right, right. And so that's pretty much how his mom met this other family that he's been spending his time with or whatnot. So um they meet after the game or whatever. And so uh they they like HP and Dre end up with Dre's mama and Miss Barnes and Stephanie. They go on to the house. And so simultaneously, um, Stephanie's old boyfriend, the one that hit her, he's in cahoots with Zach. And Zach is like, we need, he's already had in his head that they need to get rid of Dre because they know what Dre wants to do. And so he's like, this will be a good way we can use. Because her ex is mad at him, so right he'll go kill him to be a part of this gang so he got him drunk he got him drunk got him high and was like you know i know what car he drives i know where he gonna be at let's go ride up on him so he's like yeah yeah let's go do that or whatever so they ended up going to this parking garage and well it was a girlfriend it was uh, Zach's girlfriend who was like following them. Yeah, and she called and was like, "Yeah, I see his, his car, or whatever's over here at this place." She was funny too, cause like, <laughs> yeah, cause at first she was Tilo's character's girlfriend, and then when Tilo got murdered, now she's Zach's girlfriend. And so yeah, so she did she did tell him and um, give him the information on where he would on where his whereabouts would be. So they um, go to where the car is and you know still getting um tweety drunk and high and all that and you know talk them in like you know you're gonna do is you're gonna have your business blah 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 so he pulls up he rolls up on the car and starts shooting without even paying attention to who he's shooting and the car was parked it was just one person in the car and the um once he got done shooting, he realized he didn't shot Dre's mama. Mm-hmm. So um he so Zach comes up on him and was you know giving him props and then he looks in the car too and he's like, Who is that? And so now they're all like, Oh my god. So they're in the car, or they run back to the car and leave. So they go back to Zach's house. Tweety's character is just you know distraught that he didn't kill the right person. And so then they ended up talking to Zach's girlfriend and was like, you tell the wrong car. And he was like, she was like, no, y'all killed his mama. And so then Zach was like his mama. And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah. And there was a little kid in the car too. And blah, blah, blah. So now Zach is still cool with the whole killing because, you know, that may be even worse, you know, killing somebody. So... Um, Tweety's character is still distraught that he didn't kill the right person. So he just, he looks like a crisis of conscience. (laughs) Right, right. He looks like he's going to go do something like turn himself in or something. So Zach already was like, he messed up by not killing 
Dre. So he's not going to mess up again with Tweety's character. So he goes on ahead and he shoots Tweety's character. Shoots him right in the head. And so after he does that or whatever, the Detroit people come up on him. He can't, oh, no, no. He can't keep it going right. together. Like he just keeps killing his gang members. Right, right, right. So after he after he shoots Tweety's character, Dre comes up on him. And so Dre, because Dre already know who did this to his mama. And so Dre comes up on him. And you know, they end up having a a fight. And so while they're having a fight, um, they get done, you know, tussling or whatnot. And he had a gun on him and he was pointing it at him and whatnot. But next thing you know, the Detroit people then came back to the house and they light Zach up. And so when they light Zach up, Dre leaves again. So with Dre leaving, he goes over to the Barnes house and they're all like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for your loss. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So with them doing that, Dre is like, yeah, but I need to tell y'all something. And I need to hurry up and tell y'all because the police is coming. And so he goes on and tells them, you know, I'm basically, I'm the one that shot your dad. Mm-hmm. And so they are like, what? You're lying. So while they're going through the motions, trying to process what the hell he just said, the police come. The police pick him up. And now they're processing and they're like, Miss Barnes is like, get him out of my house. And so he's he's leaving with the police. And Stephanie comes out. She puts on a whole production. And, you know, I trusted you. How could you do this to me? You shot my daddy. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, she's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's pretty jacked up. It's it, <laughs> no funny. It's, it's really, what are you, I mean, it's, what? Why are you doing this to them? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty it's pretty jacked up, no pun intended. So um yeah, so he leaves with the um cops. They're they're distraught because they're they're reliving the whole situation. Now they got another added situation on there, which is really gonna mess up their trust issues. You know what I'm saying? Like that was mad jacked up. He's messed so, up that entire family. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Yep, he did. So he leaves. Um, he ends up getting 18 years, but he uh, he paroled out. That's, after that's so funny. Like we have this postscripts on these on these fake characters, right? On these fake characters, right? So because we we need to tie it up with a bow. So yeah, he got 18 years. He paroled after 12. Um, he ends up going back to Columbus, and he sees. Or he checks up on ADHP is now a basketball coach at the high school. Oh, and is that okay? I was not, I was like, who are we, who am I watching right now? Who is right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember the necklace. Remember they zoomed oh, in on they zoomed yeah, on, on the necklace. Remember the necklace that okay. his dad gave him. So yeah, so yeah, he's a basketball coach now. Um and he watch. I mean, and this is the part that's weird because it was a it was a basketball practice. It wasn't a game. Mm-hmm. And random people don't just come in trench coats and hats 
to a basketball practice and don't say nothing. Don't nobody know who you are. You don't know nobody here, presumably. And then you just leave. And nobody said nothing to him or nothing. Like, I thought that was pretty weird. But, like, it would have made more sense if it was a basketball game than a practice. But, hey, I didn't direct the film. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, so we see that HP is the basketball coach or whatever. Then we also understand because um, Dre got Miss Barnes a job at the Honda plant. Mm-hmm. And so she's still on the job. She's a supervisor now. And then we also see that um, Stephanie works for the New York Times as a journalist. I was like, what? Like, where did that even come from? Well, remember when he was trying to talk her into going to school and when they did go up to school to handle whatever business he needed to handle, when he came out, she was like, like, yeah, yeah. So he kind of encouraged her to go to college. So she didn't went to college and, and became a journalist for the New York times. And so, uh, Dre, he ends up moving to the DMV area and um, starts working at a boys and girls club and also is taking classes at Georgetown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we wrapped it all up in a bow and that is jacked up. So what were your thoughts while you were watching? <laughs> it was it's, Dre's villain. <laughs> A villain. He's like he's diabolical. Why would you do this to this family? Like, I can't imagine like the the, the extra trauma on top of having their father murdered. Yeah. Let me let me get into your lives and then betray you with this. Like what? Yeah. I just feel like he like his intentions were good. He just didn't know how to handle the situation that he put himself into. I were his intentions good because it feels like he wanted to assuage his guilt. Well, it was. I mean, that's not a that's not a necessarily bad thing. Yeah, yes, it is because you murdered you murdered the father. Like, yes. yes, and you now murdered. you want to you want to feel better about it. So you're using the family to make you feel better about the fact. That you killed their family member is bad. Yeah, yeah, that, I, I agree. That's bad, but I just I don't think he was doing it with the intentions of trying to traumatize them over and over again. I don't. That's the reason why I'm like I think his intentions were good or not. Well, not good, but weren't bad because he didn't go. He didn't go into it thinking. I'm going to jack these people up again. But that's the problem. I want want to re-traumatize them. He didn't go into it like that. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, that don't work. Okay. (laughs) Excuse me. I tried. (laughs) Come on. I mean, it's not it's not it's not a huge leap of logic or anything. Come on. What what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what he did was terrible. 
Well, what he did was absolutely terrible. I just, He's justifying I just it to himself as like, you know, trying to make sure they're okay and healing or whatever. But it's really about him feeling less guilty about murdering their father and, and you know, husband. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely about him not feeling bad or trying to make himself feel better for what he did. Yeah. But I just, I don't think that I don't think that he went into it with the intentions of re-traumatizing them. Yeah. That's why I'm like But he did. Yeah, he absolutely did. He should have if for like nothing else. You were literally sleeping with the daughter of the man I don't think they got that far. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yes. When did they have where was I? Because she was like tonight is the night. You oh you talking about when she was like my mom was gonna be at work and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. Yes, yeah, I I guess it's implied that that's what happened. But yeah. Yeah. But you know, she came out of her shell too with him. Cause she was totally He still her murdered her father. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. Like Dre is the worst. Dre is the worst that they can be. I I don't I don't um I don't disagree. But um I just don't think I don't think that he went into it with that in, on his mind to do that. He thought that he was trying to make himself feel better by trying to help them out and it it did not he did not help them out in the least no yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah it was I mean it was different it was a different take on a situation like that mm-hmm. so you know and usually in in film something is the uh like per, the perspective that's gonna be the person you're supposed to sympathize with, empathize with, the lead, you know, kind of thing. And so you don't typically, you're not supposed to think of their actions as wrong, um, you know. But, like, I was just like, you when you just lay it out on the table, like, my guy, why are you torturing these people? <laughs> they did right, nothing right. to you. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you know, nobody we're it from his end when he's like, well, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that, I'm trying to be this guy to the son, and dating the daughter or whatever, but it's just like that you murdered their father. <laughs> right. What happened? They're going to find out. <laughs> right. For literally no reason. Like, like nothing came from it. Like, you should have just stayed in the game. Like, at least you could say that, you know, but Why did you, you didn't even join the gang if you did not want to do gang activities. I don't right. understand. <laughs> like, you did that for initiation and you and then you quit. Like, what was the reason? You know? No, you did illegal things? Yes! Usually what gangs do in this day and age, at least, you know? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I don't know. I mean, enjoyed the performances by most of the cast, the main cast, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they... Yeah, yeah, like like I was saying before we started or whatever, um, the acting 
and the actors for this to be a um, straight to DVD movie. The actors that they got to be in this movie did, I mean, they're pretty good actors, you know, and they did a good job for the most of them. <laughs> yeah, because like Ron Rico Lee, Alexis Fields, um, Anna Marie Horsfield, they, those are some pretty big names, you know. Yeah. They've gone on, I mean, they've, Anna Marie Horsfield, of course, done big stuff prior to the movie, but the others have gone on to do big stuff as well. Um, Cause we still see him Ron Rico Lee. Um, but yeah, but I think I had only seen him like one other time before and that was on sister, sister. Mm-hmm. And that was so crazy that you brought up like them looking older because I remember watching it back then. And I was just like, he played an older dude on Sister Sister. So now I'm supposed to believe that he's a high school kid in this. Like he doesn't look that. No. Never. Like, but it's so funny because I because it's been a really long time since I watched it. And of course, we've been seeing Ron Rico Lee since then, you know. So to see him now, he does look a couple years older, but he doesn't look that much older. But he does now looking at it 20 years later, it's like he does look young. <laughs> So now I do see when she was like, oh, you young. So I see it. I see what she was seeing now. But back then I was like, he looked old. But I was using old, you know, so. So can you tell me um, why this was your choice for this week? Um, It was my choice because I did enjoy the movie. I enjoyed it back then Um, for obvious reasons. You know, obvious reasons. Oh, I gravitated towards the movie back then for obviously because of Bone, you know, Busy Bone in the movie. So with him being in a movie, I was just, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to watch this. And then for him to give the performance that he gave, I was I'm impressed, you know? So, um, like I was telling you before, he's in other movies. That um, like when you, he actually watching this movie, like when it came out, or it goes straight to DVD. You said what? You said it was straight to DVD, so you got it like. Yeah, it was a straight to DVD that. movie. Is it part of your Busy Bone collection? Hello. Is it part of your busy bone collection? You were called, Do you have a collection of um I don't have a big collection, but um because mm-hmm. he ain't been in that many things. But I do have this, and then I do have um the movie he was in a few years ago called What Now? And that movie, uh he played a rapper in the movie, but he's one of the main characters and he did a good job. In that mm-hmm. as well, um, that was a straight. That was a straight to digital release that came out in 2015, and so um, yeah, so he did a good job in that movie as well. Then he's in a animated series that's on Tubi as well. I haven't checked it out. Like when I tried to watch it, I was really tired, so I fell asleep. But um, from what I understand, he did good in that as well, and that is called Fuck Child Support. <laughs> so, 
So, um, but yeah, from what I understand, he did good in that as well. Uh, if you go to Tubi, they don't spell out the word fuck. It's just F child support. So, okay, right. But, um, but yeah, I want to say it's like three, four episodes that they have on there. But, um, but yeah, like out of all the Bone members, because like, um, in two thousand seven, the other well. Flesh was still in jail. So the other three Bone members, Crazy, Lazy, and Wish, they put out an album. And then and it was called Strength and Loyalty. And along with that album, they put out a movie that was straight to DVD. And that movie was called um, I Tried, which their lead single off of the Strength and Loyalty album was I Tried, which was a big hit. But the movie that they put out um talked about i mean it was kind of their story but then it kind of wasn't because they have a pretty unique story how they met easy or whatever but the movie is basically what if we did not meet easy what if we did not become famous rappers how our lives would have turned out so um and then they they played themselves in the movie but it's only the three of them because busy wasn't wasn't with them at that time. So mm-hmm. um they did an okay job considering they probably done I think I think Flesh and Crazy was only in one movie before then. So I don't think Lazy and, and um Wish were in anything acting before that movie. So they did they did a pretty good job with that movie but I think out of all five of them I would say I would say Busy is the one that got the acting chops. And what so, would yeah. you give this movie in our rating system? Um, well, let's pull up the rating system. So we have our movie real rating system. Um, where we have one, excuse me, one movie real is trash AF, two, it exists, three, entertaining, four, great, five, a true classic. Um, I would give it a three. Mm-hmm. I would give it it's like I understand I'm biased, so I'm giving it the most unbiased um <laughs> I can give it. So I would say three. Um I would say three as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what were what were some things that stood out to you? Well, it was entertaining, right? So it was uh, uh pretty funny to me in the a lot of ways that I tweeted about. Um, But also, like, the performances were good. Like, they weren't bad at all. It was just, like, the story was crazy. (laughs) The story was wild. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, did you do any type of research about the plot prior to watching? I tried, not prior to watching, but afterwards, but I couldn't really find too much about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you read the synopsis or anything before you watched? No, I didn't. No. Okay. So you went into it completely blind. You didn't know what you was signing up for. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, so with you going into it completely blind, when you see what's going on, what was your thoughts behind it? Uh, just like. Um... The way they're positioning, particularly Dre, 
to be like the main character you're supposed to empathize with, but it's really just kind of actually a horror movie <laughs> for this family, like from their perspective, it would be an yeah. absolute horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause he's, he's like, he's stalking the girl and, and, and the kid. He, you know, makes himself important to their family. Right. Mm -hmm. He's sleeping with the daughter and like being a mentor to the, to the, to the, to the boy or whatever. Right. Only come to find out this man who's now in your family murdered your father. <laughs> yeah. 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 And went out of his way to find you guys and um to track you down. a person uh, in your family. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it's, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Um, but yeah. And I was like, I know the, the way they're they're making it. It's not like kind of. It's not really presented that way. <laughs> that mm -hmm. way, but that was just what I picked up on. But uh, yeah, they were doing their best with the uh, with the content that they had for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, but it, it 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 is pretty bad. Like when you think of it as a whole, yeah. It is pretty bad, but it's just in the same breath. You're like Dre really didn't have. He didn't go into it with bad intentions. You don't have to defend him, Lindsay. You don't have to defend him. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, but that is um, jacked up. Yes. And so, um, what are we watching next week? We're watching Clue. Clue. Okay. What is that on? Five's Clue. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Okay. Cool. Based on the murder mystery game. Of yeah. Course. Yeah. Um, it has a big cult following, and has uh, it was one of the only movie that I remember anyway that had a thing where. If you went to a different theater, you would see a different ending. Oh, okay. So, how did they pick the endings? They just, um, they just randomly sent out different endings, or yeah. Oh, okay. They had three different endings. Huh. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. So next week is Clue. So yes. where can we find you, Maria? Oh, you can find me online on any social media site. If I'm there, I'm going to be at Valar More Dollars. That's V-A-L-A-R-M-O-R Dollars. Also on a podcast with some other Black women talking about needy, needy, nerdy and geeky things uh, called Nerdgasm Noir. So you can hear me over there as well. Where can I find you, Lindsay? Um, you can find me everywhere at L underscore Renell. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. And then I also have another podcast called The Ish We Talk, where we talk about um, a variety of different topics. So, yeah. What did y'all talk about this week? Uh, what did we talk about? Well, we do every week. We have a segment where we have, or we pick the song that's pretty fucked up and we call it the fucked up song of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so what we do is we just go through the lyrics of that song and uh we pick a new one every week this week 
We picked Bobby Womack. Um, I wish he didn't trust me so much. Oh wow! What? I don't know if you know the story behind Sam, um, Bobby Womack, but he was best friends with Sam Cooke and ended up um, smashing his wife after he died. So, yeah. <laughs> and then, from what I also understand, was that his brother uh, smashed the wife too, and then ended up marrying the daughter. Or maybe that was him. It was, it's some intertwining. Yeah, it's some intertwining with that. But because, you know, Bobby Womack started this gangster shit, he got beat up for it by um, Sam Cook's brother. But yeah, that sounds right. Huh? That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was appropriate. So, yeah. So, um, We've already talked about, like, in the beginnings of the podcast, we had already talked about Bobby Womack and, you know, his uh, his foulness. But <laughs> but we talked about that song um, on our last episode. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's it. Um, so, yeah, so everyone you know leave a comment let us know your thoughts about jacked up or if you have any other suggestions on movies that we may not have seen um you know just leave that in the comments as well yes but, love to hear um, from yes absolutely but um that is um jacked up for this week and next week it will be closed so we will see you guys next week bye bye see you next week Bernice.